Hi, this is AZ. This is episode five. I'm so much excited when I started it. I didn't believe it goes quick like this one. Thank you very much for following, giving me your feedback and your encouragement. If you have never watched or listened to my episodes, the four episodes that I have produced so far, I encourage you to go back, watch them, listen to them, and give me your feedback. Today, before we go to the new topic, I want to really summarize and conclude what we have covered so far. In the past four episodes, I covered the three fundamental principles that are key to transform your underdog status into great. I have studied the great ones, people who succeeded. I wrote about them. All of them have used these three principles in their lives. These are unbreakable rules and laws of success. No one could be able to succeed without obeying at least at least these three principles of success. And you're not exceptional. I'm not exceptional. These principles are first to see your true potential. How far you can go. The second one is to talk about what you see and how far you can go. And the third one to take proportionate actions based on what you've seen and based on what you talked about. Now, these are very simple, but many people don't practice them. Now, let's dive into it and see each principles. I want to share with you insights from what I studied, from what I read, but I want to share also my own story, little story, so that you could be able to see that I'm not sharing with you something that I just read or watched somebody do it. I practiced them. The first one is seeing your true potential and how far you can go in life. Billions of people pass through this planet and they never tapped into their potential. They never even saw their potential with their inner eye. They thought, hey, who am I? One individual, maybe poor, uneducated, maybe in the remote parts of the world. But their true potential was unlimited, but they couldn't be able to see them. The challenge is mostly, you know, we use our bare eyes and we discount ourselves. I want to take you back during creation. I know there is an argument between who came, you know, who came first, the hen or the egg. It doesn't matter. For me, it's the hen, but it doesn't matter. We had only one hen or one egg in the beginning. Now we have billions and billions, maybe trillions of hens and eggs, but it all started with one. That one had unlimited potential. If you made this one hen in the beginning, you would have discounted that hen. You couldn't be able to see with your bare eyes that there were billions of hens in that one egg or in that one hen. The same with humans. We started from one. See where we are. In that one person, we had billions of humanity. Now let's make it personal, you and I, we are underdogs. People see us like we don't amount to anything. They look at 
our external factors with their bare eyes. The question here right now is whether you, using your inner eye, your insight, whether you could be able to envision your true potential. In you right now, for example, there are millions of people. Now people see only you. They see your bank account. They see your education. They see maybe externally you're not that impressive. But if you think about it, if you could be able to see that, there are millions of people in you. Your kids, your grandkids, your grand-grandkids, your grand-grand-grand-grand-grand-grand-grandkids. Millions of people in you right now, trapped in you. There are great products, services, wisdom and principles in you that could benefit you and generations to come. Could you be able to see that? But the challenge is this bare eye, it can only see once things manifest. So I challenge you to really to sit down and see your potential, how far you can go. Now, let me give you my example. In the early 90s, when I was still a freshman at Addis Ababa University, the largest university in my country, I remember sitting in my study room in Harar, in the eastern, in the eastern part of Ethiopia, trying to see my future at Addis Ababa University. I was a freshman student. I saw myself becoming the leader of the largest university in my country. Not only that, sitting in that study room, you might think I'm weird or crazy, in that one study room, I saw myself making a speech to thousands of students. Sitting in that room, study room, by myself, I was conducting press releases and giving interviews to journalists. By the way, these all happened after three years. But I saw them years before, before they manifested. The question to you is, what do you see right now? Let me tell you this. You cannot become what you couldn't be able to see. You cannot manifest what you couldn't be able to hold, what you couldn't be able to see and believe. That's key. That's a universal principle. Now, the second principle, talk right. Okay, you have seen your potential, how far you can go, but you have to speak. Now, when I say speak, now for some people, it looks like I'm asking you to brag about, to, to boast about it. No. It's a principle. First of all, you yourself, you have a conscious part, unconscious part. You can't motivate yourself before talking. When you talk, you are informing your conscious, your unconscious mind to notice that this is serious for you. I remember myself, I began talking about becoming the student leader of Addis Ababa University while I was a freshman. First with my close friends. I remember we were chewing chat. You know, some of you who are not familiar with chat say green leaf, which is considered as a drug in the United States, not allowed. When you chew that green leaf, you experience euphoria 
euphoria for two hours or so. Now, my friends, I'm assuming that they were thinking, maybe, you know, the chat was working in me when I was sharing with them while I was a freshman to become the leader of the largest university in my country. And then I shared that with my girlfriend, the Dame girlfriend. I told, to, I told her I'm going to be the leader of my university. I remember she was discounting me. Just forget about this, you know, let, let's, let's have romance. The very, the very funny thing with that, while I was talking about these old things, none of them happened the next month, the next year. All of these happened after three years when I became a third year student in 1997. So when you talk according to what you've seen, you motivate yourself, especially your unconscious mind. In my case, for example, the first couple of months I was talking about becoming, you know, a leader of the, the university students' union. I talked about it. I went to, you know, class and I forgot about it consciously. But I was doing certain things in the background. But my subconscious mind didn't forget about what I saw and what I was speaking. Things were moving, but... I was not that conscious. Actually, when I became the president of the student union, after a couple of months after that, I went back home and my girlfriend reminded me that I was talking about becoming the leader of that institution. Three years earlier, I forgot about it. I was talking about it. I was passionate about it, but I forgot about sharing that to her. She remembered it. Actually, she shared with me a very, a very funny encounter she had with her family. She was sitting with her brothers and her mother, and she saw me on TV. When I was elected as the president of the largest university student union. I'm not here to brag about it, but I'm telling you, when you speak about what you see, you motivate yourself and you engage your subconscious mind. You engage the universe, you engage God, and it comes to pass. It may take time, but it come to pass. The third and the, the final principle that we need to know is taking actions. Yes, we have seen it, yes, we talked about it, but we need to take action. Action, why? Because it seals what we've seen and what we've been talking about. There is nothing that would happen unless we take actions. So the first thing I did once I saw who I want to be at Addis Ababa University, once I began to talk about it, then I started to take some actions. And the first action I took was when I went back to my faculty, which is 45 kilometers away from the main campus, and we had like 200-something students. Our faculty is one of the smallest at that university. And we didn't have a student union. You know what I did first? I wrote a, with my hand and posted a notice on the notice board. You know what happened the next uh, day? I was called by the vice president, the vice dean of the faculty, 
Of course, senior students, they couldn't believe it. This, this, the history that I didn't know was that the student union was banned by the faculty. And nobody was allowed to post notice. Can you imagine? That was a very terrible place. And me, it looked like I was naive. I came out, posted a notice, asking students to meet and form a student unit. The vice dean called me to his office and he asked me first, do you know about our policy? What happens to a man or a woman who's going to post without getting permission from me? I told him, I don't have any clue. And he said, going to be fired right away. Whoever posts on that notice board without my signature going to be fired. But I see that you don't know the principle. So he told me, I pass you this one, but never post on that notice board. Guess what I said to him? I said, I have to post. We're students. We have to meet. We have to have a student union. And this is our right. And he was shocked. He was surprised. I was a freshman, boldly challenging his position. He was expecting me to say, okay, thank you very much. You didn't fire me for violating this principle. No, I asked him, I'm going to keep on posting. This is my right. And we need to have a student unit. Finally, we negotiated and we agreed. Okay, he said, okay, post, but I don't want everybody to see that and keep on posting. So I want to make sure that you come to me, I sign and stamp before you post it. I was okay. Actually, when he signed and post my next announcement, students couldn't believe it. Because they were expecting me to get fired. They thought I was naive and crazy and reckless. Rather, they saw my notice with his signature and stop. Long story short, we established our faculty student union. I went to the headquarters, talked to the student unions, and we had election, and I was elected as a leader of the faculty. And I went to contest with other faculties, with larger faculties, which had thousands of students. Guess what? I was elected overwhelmingly. Only two student representatives from 45 departments didn't vote for me. Other than that, the whole student body gave me standing ovation and elected me as the president of the student union. I'm not bragging about this. I'm telling you that. If you could be able to see your potential, where you want to go next year, where you want to go and achieve in five years, in 10 years, if you talk about it, because when you talk about it, it inspires you. Your subconscious mind engages, the universe responds, God responds, people who share your vision, they hear you talking and they come and support you. And then you have to take action one step at a time. If you do that, you're going to become very successful. You can transform your life from an underdog into great ones during your lifetime. The key is 
There are a lot of principles. Just focus on the three. See your unlimited potential. How far you can go. For that, read books, biographies. Think, reflect. Identify your purpose in life, your uniqueness. And then talk about it. And then take actions. Sometimes little actions, sometimes massive actions. If you do these three things, I'm sure 2020 will be a turning point in your life, in your career, in your business. Remember, this is not about you. This is about the people that you love. This is about your organization. This is about your community. Because you have to give them your best. You cannot give them your best before you could be able to see what you could give them. Before you could be able to see your unlimited potential. What's packed in you. You're unique. Give them that. To give them that, you have to first see it. Talk about it. Act about it. If you do these three, you're going to be successful in 2020. I look forward to the next episode. In the next episode, I want to give you tips as first-timers. A lot of people are asking me, you know, Asagid, I'm an underdog. Yeah, I was promoted to a team lead position or first-timer supervisor, first-timer manager. I just opened my company or I'm just a new dad a new mom and it's overwhelming what are some of the things that I could do to make the transition smooth I've been providing a lot of trainings coaching leaders in this regard so I'm going to share with you some insights some approaches, tools that you could use to make sure that you succeed in your first time leadership position until I meet you next time have a wonderful time thank you very much for watching